Hi Jyoti, hi Madhvi. It's that time of the year where things are generally slowing down. A good time perhaps for us as co-hosts on the Edge podcast show to take a pause and just reflect and see probably how far we've come. What our experiences have been in the course of producing a podcast like this and maybe some thoughts on what we'd like our listeners to look forward to in 2023 any thoughts this has been a fantastic experience chitra i have learned how much work it takes to produce a good podcast and i have also learned how much i don't really know i end up interviewing a lot of interesting guests and i go with a set of questions expecting to get a set of answers but get mind blown by the depth of their experience I cannot even imagine the kind of situations they have dealt with depending on what their area is. So it's fantastic. I'm learning more and I'm hoping to learn more in the new year as well. I completely empathize and resonate with what you said. Doing podcasts for now almost 4 years. I still feel there's so much to be discovered about whether it's you know becoming a better host or the fact that you get so blown away by what people say that you almost forget that you had a set of questions prepared and this is what you wanted to ask and that is what they should have said and then it just begins to flow naturally and according to me magic happens yes what do you say jyoti first of all i'm really grateful chitra that you uh, gave me this chance to be a host in this podcast it's a first time for me I had never done anything like this before. I did not really interview any host, but my big takeaway was I was able to delve into this big field of cognitive biases and cognitive psychology behind why products are designed the way they are and uh, what makes people use products. This entire field of user experience and cognitive biases has been a revelation to me. Those have been some of my best episodes that I've listened to. It came about as a means for all of us to see if we could maintain a cadence with these podcasts and I think the commitment we gave ourselves was 52 episodes without a break. I am still keeping fingers crossed that we can get to it, especially the user experience cognitive bias episodes. I must say that the concoction of the phrase rarely rational was a brilliant one by you jyoti and suchi who was uh, co-hosting this program with us then it really made a lot of sense that for me has been one of the most amazing things that have happened in the course of this podcast and i am really looking forward to the remaining biases 
And I would love to hear from listeners as to what they have learned from the stories and the anecdotes that you have shared. And I know Madhavi is dying to say something here because I love the fact that you have inserted so much humor into them. The rarely lashed in. See, that is something I learned. I said that without making a mistake this time. <laughs> Big learning. Yeah. It is quite a tongue twister. The rarely rational series gave me a chance to reflect on a lot of things that I have come across in life and view it from a completely different perspective. When you're going through it, you're just there in the moment. But it gave me a chance to reflect and recognize good design and well-designed processes and things like that and appreciate the beauty and the design behind it. Humor is something that I always like. So that comes naturally, I guess. It definitely makes for better assimilation of an otherwise seemingly daunting topic called cognitive biases. In fact, when I was telling somebody about this playlists that we have around how certain cognitive biases impact our ability to do good user experience design. And they were like, isn't that the job of psychologists? Isn't that the job of neurologists and neuroscientists? I said, yes, but it also does something more than that. Chitra, this is the humor effect at play. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. One thing that I do want to reflect on is the amount that I've learned from my colleagues, even co-founders of Adeptic and Clearly Blue. I've learned in the course of doing podcasts and having interviewed or had conversations with colleagues. The medium of podcasting seems to enable people to talk about a lot of things that they otherwise don't. Maybe sometimes it comes out in the context of the conversation. Sometimes it comes out in the form of questions that you ask or even through the conversation that flows. That for me has always been moments where I pause and say, oh, I didn't know this about this individual, even though I've probably been associated with them for several years. That is something that I want to continue to experiment with through this medium. Very often, people who I've interviewed say, will I be a good podcast guest? My answer to that has varied from, don't worry, think that we are in a room and having a conversation over a cup of coffee, or we'll just see how things go. More often than not, people start out skeptically, which is why I've tended to notice that the initial portions of a conversation are tentative. But as soon as people get into it, it warms up. I mean, it's much like a social setting, right? You meet people for the first time. They're a little tentative, they're hesitant. But once you get hooked on to a conversation, then it takes unexpected twists and turns. And it's almost like, you know, you're listening to two people having a nice chat, whether it's a certain topic or not. And that for me is the power of podcasts. Absolutely, Chitra. You brought a point about how guests start off skeptically and then it becomes easy for them. I had a similar experience. My very first episode with you, that exact same thing happened to me. I was so skeptic about it because it was the first time ever I was ever part of a podcast. I remember being all over the place. 
not really knowing whether uh, is this the right way to speak or is this the right thing to speak you know these thoughts going on in your mind and then i sort of got the hang of it and i went with the flow the same thing uh, happened when i had to script my first rarely rational episode i wasn't sure why would someone listen to me talking about anchoring bias how much do i know about anchoring bias the first draft went in and then i just started speaking to my co-host and i think from then on it was just a roller coaster ride i had absolute fun researching about all these concepts you said something about how you wouldn't know what your guest would bring onto the table for me it was more like i did not know that i could bring this onto the table it was more of a learning for me about myself i think that's beautifully put jyoti and i would agree with you there i've learned a lot about myself especially initially when i started i never thought i could listen to myself this became some kind of a forcing function for me to do that and it's taught me a lot about myself just like you said i think by the process of doing and appearing on so many episodes listening and editing these episodes my speech has become clearer that is my personal improvement here I did not realize how I sounded to my listeners not just listeners even when I'm having a conversation the tone is similar and now I can hear it back and I'm like oh I need to figure out how to say this better I think it's made me a better speaker and I'm really glad about that Absolutely I totally uh, agree with that Madhavi I think uh, that's one learning that I have taken home to whenever I listen to my own voice and the way I articulated anything the next time even if i was not on a podcast when i'm talking to someone i'm like okay this is the same brevity that i need to have <laughs> even in you know in a normal conversation yeah i think i agree with the two of you i find myself paying a lot more attention when i'm speaking to people i also have discovered that i prefer to have conversations with one person at a time rather than having it with a group of people and this is in normal social settings that we are in every day it's fun to reflect upon what podcasts have taught what you said about having one on one conversation chitra i heard a listener who is actually a friend of mine and i hope he was being honest with his opinion he told me he felt like he was part of the table when we were having this discussion and that's what i think the beauty of podcasts are where you get to listen and feel like you're part of a conversation although your part is never heard by the others yeah for me as this year comes to a close i think i first like to acknowledge both you madhavi and jyoti as fantastic co-hosts i think we wouldn't have got to where we are with roughly 25 episodes in the bag already so now i think 52 is definitely possible without your contributions and just to keep the eye on the ball and get those episodes going and i think there's tremendous growth personally for the, all the three of us in the course of doing this i also want to take this chance to wish all of our listeners and supporters out there a very happy new year hope you get enough time with your families during this holiday season i am really looking forward to a supercharged 2023 can't wait to see who we get to talk to and what kind of episodes we churn out Happy holidays and happy new year everybody. Guys, I think we just set ourselves up with the anchoring bias. 52 <laughs> episodes. 
So what is it you say, Jyoti? Stay irrational. Stay rational. So did you mean we were anchored in something? I thought fifty-two was just a start. Come on, Madhavi. Please subscribe to the Edge podcast on your favorite podcast channel. We are on Google, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and more. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends. If you have stories to share and want to be featured on our podcast, write to us at podcasts@adepticlabs.com. At